Hello, you're listening to In The Pipeline, a podcast brought to you by OCU Group. My name is Emma White and I am a part of the marketing team here at OCU Group. Before I begin, make sure to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is OCU underscore group and our LinkedIn is OCU. Alternatively, if you would like to check out our website, you can do just that at www.ocugroup.com. In the Pipeline is a series for you to use as a tool to stay in the loop. It's the perfect way to keep up to date with all the exciting things that are happening within the company at our various locations. Each episode will be available every week and can be found on our Spotify, SoundCloud and YouTube channels. The links for these will be on all of our social media platforms and website. In today's episode, I'm going to be taking you back to the very beginning of OCU Group to show the progression of our company over the years. I will also be taking you through everything that has happened over the last week and what is set to happen very soon. There is always something going on here. I will finish up by giving you an overview of some of our most exciting projects that we are currently working on and mention some of the measures we take to reduce our carbon footprint. So, to begin with, the history of OCU Group. It's extremely important to us as a company that people are aware of our journey, as it shows the hard work that has been put in over the years to take us to where we currently are. There's no arguing that OCU Group has come a long way since Tim and Tom O'Connor founded it almost 30 years ago. The two brothers, both from Cork in Ireland, established their company, formerly O'Connor Utilities, in 1994. Then, in 2002, came the purchase of Installcom, a utility contractor based in Boreham Wood and the South, that specialised in the excavation and installation of underground services for the provision of fibre optic cables, electric power cables and water mains. Having them on board meant that we could expand the company even further and reach new areas of the UK by having an influence in the South. Our company continued to thrive over the years, which led to the formation of OCU Group in 2014. It was created as a new holding company with O'Connor Utilities and Installcom being its subsidiaries. This new advancement reflected the extent of our substantial organic growth. In 2015, OCU Group incorporated HDD into the company, which gave us the ability to explore trenchless capabilities, something that set us apart from our competitors. Doing this also gave us the power to widen our service delivery and supported our drive to become an innovative and eco-friendly company due to the benefits of HDD. For those that are unsure as to what HDD is, it stands for Horizontal Directional Drilling and is a method of installing underground pipelines, cables and service conduit that is less damaging to the surrounding environment. It involves the use of a directional drilling rig and appropriate attachments to accurately drill along the chosen path and back ream the required pipe. But 2015 not only welcomed the incorporation of OCU HDD, it also marked the establishing of OCU plant and transport within the group, mainly residing in two locations, Levenshume in the north and London in the south. OCU plant and transport gave us the opportunity to maximise our buying power and increase cost efficiency to improve our competitive edge. In 2018, we launched Brabus. This is an extremely helpful work management system that allows us to receive, plan and manage our work tasks more efficiently, stay in control of our street works and feed real-time feedback to clients in a paperless manner. 
A year later, in 2019, we hit a milestone of having over a thousand vehicles in operation. This means that we can leverage our buying power and respond quickly to reactive contractual demands. Having a fleet so large allows us to take on jobs with no worry of plant or transport availability. So all in all, very helpful. We hit yet another milestone in 2019 of having a workforce of over 1,500 people. With this brought such a wide variety of skills, experience, disciplines and specialism into our team and again sets us aside from competition. Of course, in more recent years, our workforce has continued to grow and evolve to now over 4,500. Everyone here is so passionate about what they do and I, for one, thoroughly enjoy talking to people and hearing the stories. One of the ways we expand OCU Group is through acquisition and in February 2022 we acquired FKS Limited which were a Wigan-based telecoms installation service expert. Not long after, Tim and Tom O'Connor made the decision to sell OCU Group to private equity investment firm Triton Partners. Triton owns several businesses in the UK, including Chevron Traffic Management, Pharmanovia and Clinigen. This marked OCU Group's transition from the O'Connor family ownership to a portfolio company for one of Europe's leading private equity houses in the utility industry's Deal of the Year. After our new partnership with Triton Partners in 2022, we went on to acquire three more companies that year. First was Opals Limited, based in Peterborough, they provide telecommunications infrastructure services across the south and east of England. Then came NICT, based in Leeds, they specialise in installing fibre optic cable for clients in the north of England. In December of 2022, we acquired Andrews Associates, who are a design consultancy specialising in high quality power systems, design and engineering services across the UK's energy markets, and they are based in Croydon. Of course, during this year, 2023, we've acquired another four businesses into OCU Group. This includes Modus, a specialist in building complex power networks and substations, including large-scale solar farms and battery storage facilities. They are based in London. North Haven provide a broad range of water, groundworks, highways and surfacing services across South England and South Wales, and they are based in Midsummer Norton. Then came Integrum Power Engineering as an electrical engineering design and build contractor based in Stockport. The latest acquisition is Hornbill, who offer systems integration solutions in process control and automation, and they reside in Wales. So I'm sure you've learnt something here. We are now in the present day where the main aim for OCU Group is to continue expansion through organic growth and acquisition. There is also a huge focus on making an advancement in the field of energy transition and low carbon technology. After traveling back in time and observing our journey, it's only right that I now talk about what's happening currently or coming up soon. Last week began with the final touches of the logo at the front of Artemis House, our head office in Stockport. It's getting to that time of year where daylight is limited and we thought it was only right to help guide the way by lighting it up. So luckily for most, it can now be seen at any time of the day. We also supported National Inclusion Week, which was dedicated to celebrating inclusion and taking action to create a more inclusive workplace. We like to do this every day, of course, at OCU Group, but it was important for us to bring more awareness to the topic. 
We proudly hosted our ninth coffee morning event. Numerous locations got involved and together as a company we raised £3,244.58p, an amazing amount which will be very much appreciated by Macmillan. We will be exhibiting at the UKSTT No Dig Roadshow in Bristol on the 29th of November and would love to welcome the opportunity to discuss upcoming projects with any of our clients, existing or potential, who are also attending the conference. There's some exciting news for OCU Plant and Transport in Levenshume as they have received their new upgraded offices to reside in. OCU Group has been shortlisted for the Environmental Project of the Year at the 2023 BCIA Awards for the Corin Narrows HDD installation in Scotland. The winners are being announced on the 11th of October, so very exciting. It's also very important to mention some of the outstanding things that our employees do outside of work, such as TJ Gibson, a telecoms engineer who ran a half marathon in Redco last weekend for the British Heart Foundation in memory of his fiancé's dad. And he's got many more similar events planned for the near future, so I'm sure that won't be the last we hear of him. We also have a group of OCU employees who are taking part in a strenuous hike up Mount Kilimanjaro in October. The mountain is 5,895 metres high, so to prepare as much as possible, the group have completed numerous UK-based climbs. It's definitely not a challenge for beginners. Finally, Lucy Murray, an administrator at our Leeds office, is played in the Women's Super League Grand Final on Sunday the 8th of October for Leeds Rhinos women's team. We are very proud of Lucy for her successful rugby season and I'll be rooting for the Rhinos. I would love to continue to share the weekly OCU news and celebrate colleague successes, so please continue to get in touch with the marketing team. In this section, I will be mentioning three projects that we are currently working on. Of course, we have a lot more ongoing jobs, but I'll save that discussion for another episode. Our IVA team, led by site manager Jerry McKenna and project manager Matthew Agnew, are active in Bista and are developing a large project that involves both a HDD rig and a trencher. I'll pause just for a minute. What is a trencher, you may ask? Well, it's a machine that is designed to make long, narrow excavations in various types of soil. They are efficient and affordable for specific jobs where long-distance ditches are needed and are used by us when laying pipes or electrical cables. They are much faster than manual digging, which means projects are easier to finish on time. Pressing play again, the job at the site is to reinforce an SSEN network with a 33kV dual circuit and an installation length of around 4.5km. This is broken down into 3.66km of usual excavation activity, with the remainder of the length requiring HDD to drill through rock. There have been bumps in the road, such as the finding of a live gas main which changed the method of working, and the struggle to mobilise because of the sensitive location of the project and potential delays to the traffic. With that being said, the team have dealt with the challenges exceptionally well, and the project is running smoothly, on budget and on time. The next project to mention is a best site at Ferrybridge, West Yorkshire, where we are principal contractors on a 150 megawatt project located at the site of SSE Renewables' former coal-fired power station. ABES, which stands for Battery Energy Storage System, is a type of system that uses batteries to store and distribute energy in the form of electricity. The energy is commonly used in electricity grids and for other applications, such as electric vehicles, solar power installations and smart homes. It relies on one or more batteries to store energy, which can then be used later. 
There are different types of BESS that use different batteries. These are lithium-ion batteries, flow batteries, lead-acid batteries and flywheels. They may be charged using excess electricity generated by wind or solar farms or by grid connection during periods of low demand. Very interesting stuff. The Ferrybridge project overall demonstrates another involvement that we have in a low carbon technology scheme, which is very important. It's a key piece of infrastructure which is critical in meeting the UK's peak demand and power requirements. It also improves the use of renewable energy, which is therefore better for the environment. And finally, the last of our projects that I will mention is the Lake Vermeer Aqueduct Modernisation. The aqueduct was constructed in 1892 and runs from Lake Vermeer in Powys to Prescott in Merseyside. It essentially delivers drinking water across Cheshire, Merseyside and the wider northwest region. Each pipeline is 42 inches in diameter and has a combined distance of 110 kilometres in length. The section of the pipeline that we are working on was constructed between 1902 and 1905. This section of pipeline takes drinking water from Tarpley to Norton. The pipeline will first need to be jetted, which is essentially intense cleaning. This is what we're currently doing at the site. OCU Group remains committed to sustainability, innovation and social responsibility. So we are all making sure to manage the ecology of the area and the water used throughout the programme will be recycled wherever possible to keep our carbon footprint as low as possible. That is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, I will be focusing more on the Lake Vermeer Aqueduct and speaking to some of the team that are over there. See you on the next one.